0: welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the sports ball podcast your source for sports i'm your host zach joined with my co-hosts andy and nate uh and we've been gone for a while because this guy this guy (laughs) lost his voice for two weeks (laughs) and it's been it's been rough recovery road for me but we're here it's a good
1: thing that people can't tell that you are still recovering yeah, that's, yeah, I was gonna positive. say it's
0: it's really good that I'm I'm totally cleared and that it's not obvious that I'm still in recovery. But
2: definitely don't go back to the last episode and compare his voice or anything. That'd be great. We're I mean, not we're telling you not to do that. Insanely right. illegal.
0: If you do that, that's on you. It's not on me. But anyway, yeah. So uh we get to play a lot of catch up, kind of. I mean there's a lot to catch there's a lot to catch up on, but at this point I think it's Some of it's old news, such as that um, superb owl that happened a couple weeks ago that we were going to talk about, and then I got sick. So, yeah. So we'll be playing a little bit of catch-up, but we've also got a lot of NCAA basketball. (laughs) Nate, did your dog just, like, (laughs) did your dog just die? die. (laughs) Somebody died. (laughs) (laughs) Something happened. We've been gone That's for two usually weeks. her
1: response to sneezes. So. We
0: have been <laughs> gone for two weeks and all hell is broken loose. But we're not doing it live. Doing it live. <laughs> wow. He is just That's excited
1: dark. that we're we're back on the podcast. That's all. You know
0: what? Us. You know what? I i agree. I hope that so. comes
1: through really clear for everybody else when this comes out. <laughs> that if up not, not it. if it's not, this is
0: gonna be the most like questionable part of this. It was too good. Anyway, you know, corralling the corralling all the chickens back to where we were at. Let's, uh, I guess, you know, might as well just start with everybody's favorite Super Bowl in the past, like five years. Uh, the Kansas city chiefs beating the San Francisco 49ers. I don't even remember the score. Um, 25 (laughs) to 22. Was it really? Yep. Weird score. But, uh, yeah. So I know we've all, all three of us had had takes. We still have them, but it's, you know, the, the burn has kind of come off, but I'll start with mine. Cause I think I'm the dissenting opinion technically in that, uh, I was just happy to not see the 49ers win. Um, but I'm still conflicted because now the chiefs basically have cemented themselves as the dynasty going forward, especially when you look at the beginning of the year for them, where like, Oh, Like the chiefs don't look like themselves and the receivers they have aren't necessarily like the big names. And then they go and win a super bowl. So it's either that they somehow managed to play really well. And, you know, they figured it out in the playoffs or Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift conspiracy. I'll let you guys decide, but, um, that's my take on it. Honestly, is that I'm just happy the 49ers lost, um, and I will say I was actually happy to see for a while a good defensive back and forth game. Um, the last few Super Bowls have always felt like it's very offense heavy, which I know is way more exciting to the the TV people. But a def- a good defense game is always always fun to watch in my book. But yeah, it was still just your normal, very basic vanilla ice cream, white bread. Super Bowl, nothing necessarily fancy. So I'll pass it to you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: you go, you go, Nate. Okay. You go, uh, you go. Well, I, I, I agree with you. It was just kind of a, I don't know, to some extent, lesser two evils. I I wasn't too, um, really invested in either team. Um, I had opinions that I didn't want to see Kansas City, you know, win just because of the the dynasty talk, and I mean they. As you mentioned, they, they proved that as long as they have Mahomes, they can pretty much win with just about anyone around him. Um, so it doesn't matter if they can even catch the football. Some weeks uh, they can. They've proven that they can win in the postseason, and that's you know ultimately at the end of the season what matters. And uh, so props to them, I suppose they're <laughs> they're good at winning, and they they know how to do it. So um, I I can't fault them for that. Um, overall, the game. Yeah, it wasn't exciting, really. It it was close, which was, I mean, at least nice to watch, I guess. But at no point was it really like one team pulled away or really flashy plays or anything. Um, It did go to overtime, which was unique. (laughs) That's <laughs> about I the best saying, thing I can think we about. Were, that, we
0: were this close to having the double overtime game, like yeah. whoever whoever was that, there, The I'm ref, I think, yeah, I mentioned it, it, yeah. Like a bunch of people at the end of the game were like looking at
1: their phones like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, what did this guy know? Yeah. So it was, uh, you know, it was an interesting end of the season. I think I mentioned it on the last episode where it was just kind of like, yeah. The at the beginning of the season, if you were to like not look at anything and be like, Yeah, it's probably a forty nineers Chiefs Super Bowl wouldn't be like the most out of the ordinary thing to happen ever. And it happened and it Yeah.
0: And the world was whelmed. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I think that that sums it up well. I was I was very whelmed by it. So um Excited for the off season. Uh, there's been some interesting things happening. We'll see how, with the new league year starting what in March, I believe, with everyone getting cut, resigned, all that jazz, and then the draft happening, not long after. Um, it'll be be an exciting time for next kind of month and a half or so to get some takes there. But um, I'll I'll defer to that conversation later. We <laughs> can get Andy's thoughts right. on that. Uh, his favorite team winning the Super Bowl. Uh, defined favorite.
0: <laughs> uh, I Very specifically, I think it was quote on our last episode where Andy said, um, I really want the Chiefs to win. Patrick Mahomes is my favorite quarterback ever, and tr- I will do anything for Travis Kelsey. You can quote that. That's exactly if, what that
2: <laughs> if those words ever truly come out of my mouth, uh, I would call 911 because I've probably been kidnapped and held for ransom somewhere. So, uh, future, future <laughs> note for our, uh, anybody hearing those words ever come out of my mouth again. <laughs> Not that they ever did, it ever have, but uh, if they ever do, that's a, most, the most likely scenario of what's happened. But yeah, it was uh, it's another personal personal hell year of football that I get to yet again endure to watch another team within my division win back to back Super Bowls and have to hear about it for the next year again. And I know that before uh, on the last episode, it was just kind of like, you know, you you don't bet against Mahomes. You don't bet against the Chiefs. You don't bet against Andy Reid. And again, once again, more and more, they just prove that, like Nate said, no matter the lack of offensive weapons that Mahomes has, he still finds ways to win games and do the things that he does. And it's just like, what do you do? Uh, You don't get Patrick Mahomes the ball twice to win the game at the end of the game like the 49ers did and you know he made them pay for it and you know i always i thought it was funny like days after they came out you you know you saw both sides of like the mic'd up stuff where like you know the 49er players are asking like you know how does how does the new overtime rules work what's happening <laughs>
1: is overtime even legal in the super bowl <laughs> and then the chiefs are like yeah we were
2: practicing this in off-season workouts and like pre-camp and all of that. It's like they were preparing for this moment, and you know it's a little baffling considering that you know Kyle Shanahan, being the great mastermind coach that he is, like you know, didn't really foresee telling his team that <laughs> of like how overtime works now in the playoffs. Um, so it just, go- I mean, it's just another example of like you know, coaching checkmark to the Chiefs of just you know Andy Reid, nobody knows, knows what he's doing. Um, you know, I, I always go back to the time of like Andy Reid when he was in Philadelphia and it's like, you know, oh, that's the good old Andy Reid clock management showing its ugly head again. And yeah, Zach knows all too well about that.
0: <laughs> love Andy Reid from the Philadelphia perspective, did not love the clock.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that was always the running joke. And now it's like, it's completely flipped to like, you know, Andy Reid knows what he's doing. he's got, you know, a generational quarterback that very much is going to push tom brady in terms of success and in terms of championships and all that i mean it's just it's going to be probably just a matter of time at this point um you know and it's hard i i don't know if he'll exactly get the 7 or more um because that's pretty damn hard to do um in an nfl career is you know play as long as tom brady did and to win as many championships as he did at the same time but you know mahomes is off to a great start considering how young he is and just um just worth the position he is in right uh is in right now and call me crazy, Andy, but saying mm-hmm. he's
0: off to a great start might be slightly downplaying it <laughs> just, just a, a little just bit. It. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna just, give, give the Chiefs credit.
1: <laughs> I'm never gonna give the Chiefs full credit for anything, just no matter what. He happens. is certainly a top 10 quarterback in the league. Yeah. He yeah, that is a
2: statement that can't be said. <laughs> It's just, where does he fall in that top 10? <laughs> I'm going to argue you're the top.
0: <laughs>
1: At least in the top 10, though. <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't necessarily hate him the same way you guys do for different reasons, but, like, I get
2: it. <laughs> I've, I've, I've always go, like, I've, I'll always go back to the same thing. It's like, you know, if he just wasn't on the team that I absolutely despise the most, I'd be all in for cheering for him and everything like that. It's just he happens to play on the Chiefs and the team that I cannot stand with every ounce of my body whatsoever. Uh but yeah that's my thoughts. It's it's hell. It sucks and football is meaningless, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> but Nate had kind of mentioned it before that you know we're into the off season now and uh cap space went up uh for the entire league. So Thank that's good. Yes, thank it you went up Swift. Like, is right. It went up a lot <laughs> well, not, too, a lot, it was like thirty million or something. Um, so that's gonna help out a lot of teams, not my team necessarily, but you know, it's gonna help a lot. Uh, but yeah, that's it'll be just interesting to see what, you know, all these rumors. You know, you know, I know the biggest recent one now is like Justin Fields supposedly gonna be traded to the Falcons, or at least the Falcons are the most likely favored. To land a Justin Fields type trade from the Bears now. Um, you know, and we're all assuming that the Bears are going to take Caleb Williams uh, when that time arises. But uh, yeah, that's really my thoughts on the NFL. And yeah, I think any points of our discussions going forward closer to the draft would just be like if anything super big happens uh, before the draft or anything like that. But well, with that, unless you guys have any other thoughts on. Our dear old football that we will sadly miss until August rolls around again.
0: I was going to say two weeks ago, we would have said, yep. And that's the end of football. But mm-hmm. we decided to wait <laughs> and talk about it now. No. So that, and that way, that way that everybody that was finally like settled into the idea that like, oh, yeah, like football, you know, like I, I you know, like no one likes waiting for football if you're a football fan. Mm hmm. But you come, to the, you come to the conclusion after two weeks, like, yeah, yeah I guess it's time to wait. Uh, you know, and it, that that thought can't hurt you anymore. Right. We're here to bring that back. <laughs> You're welcome.
2: We're here and... to bring that You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little uh, nice transition piece from the NFL to college football before we get into the bigger college football story is uh, Eric B. Enemy, famously the Chiefs offensive coordinator, then famously the commander's offensive coordinator has decided that if the NFL is probably going to blackball him and not give him a head coaching job, that he's just going to go back to his roots of Southern California and go be the offensive, I think, either coordinator or assistant head coach for both. UCLA. Both. <laughs> or both. Both. Yep. Yeah. So that's quite an interesting move considering, I, I mean, I can't speak for you guys, but I've always thought the enemy definitely should have been a head coach in the NFL by now, or he certainly was on his way to be a head coach of sorts in the NFL. Um, And, you know, deservedly so. I mean, there's nothing that he hasn't done to prove that, but just a little interesting nugget that, you know, UCLA and that, that whole thing has been weird too, of like all these coaches suddenly jumping ship, you know, as the whole college football world changes in its climate from new conferences and playoffs that you see these coaches jump into the NFL And especially UCLA, who is now entering a new conference with like a completely new coaching staff, Mm -hmm. not going to be the best way to be welcomed into a conference uh, to start. But with that, yeah, uh, I think the bigger news that we should discuss is the UMass
1: went to the MAC.
2: Yes, you're right. Sorry. (laughs) The Eastern Coast UMass going to the uh, Mid America conference. (laughs) Cause it makes sense. <laughs> that was literally, I think like
1: bringing everyone together. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. I know. I know like at the more this happens and the more that, you know, the conference realignment stuff continues that we're going to just run this joke into the ground. Cause I mean, I feel like we've already done it just personally to ourselves, but I telling you in like five to 10 years, some, some like, CEO or whatever the board members or whatever they are, I don't know. They're gonna be like sitting around and being like, "Guys, I have an idea. What if we split up these big conferences into smaller conferences?"
1: (laughs) By by Richard.
0: And it's like, (laughs) yeah, like why didn't you know why why didn't we why didn't didn't we do
1: that? We could put ten of them in a big conference, twelve of them in another big conference. Yeah, ten on the Pacific Coast. Some number for the southeast, something. And maybe something for the Atlantic. I don't yeah, know. Like, yeah. you know well, what's funny though? we're just coming okay. to me. I don't. When this,
0: when this does, <laughs> of, when this does eventually happen, you just know the names are going to be even worse. <laughs> Remember the Big Ten? Well, now we're just. A legends division.
1: <laughs>
0: the blue bloods division. And it's oh, the legends
2: and leaders. And then <laughs>
0: yeah, do you like do you like blue bloods division. Have a whole bunch of debate on who should be in that.
2: Oh, Jim Delaney. He didn't know what he was doing.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I'm I'm gonna just personally say I think the biggest news. That um, we should definitely talk about when it comes to college uh, football is the, uh, what is it, EA Sports College Football 25 or whatever, the video game is coming out. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. Um, Obviously, there's not a whole lot of detail about it yet, but Mm -hmm. it's college football is finally making a comeback. Um, I can't speak for you guys, but I could assume that we all kind of agree that we just hope it's not a Madden clone. Just college football yeah. version. We'll. I guess I think I, we'll find out. I would honestly be
1: happy if they just like clone NCAA 14. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put and the just update in. it. Like, yeah. I
0: I think I, I think I remember seeing that like they're dropping something in May, like the, gameplay stuff in May,
2: a trailer or video of sorts in May. Yeah. You know? Kind of like a, probably what like a gameplay. Like, yeah. That'll
0: be well. So, you know, we'll be hyped for another two months. And then based on that, we'll see how we're feeling then. But right? mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm sure we'll have I'm sure we'll have ideas in the pipe with that. But
1: yeah, I think they the, opened a portal or whatever for um yeah. like players that they could sign up to be a part of the game. And I thought I saw I could be wrong on the exact number, but like 90 percent or maybe higher of the available players already. Signed up, so there's yeah. there's good interest in it from our side. Good interest in it from uh, the player side. So
2: that that was to me the biggest thing that I thought we could push back from the player side is, uh, the, like yeah, the nil nil deal is like you get if you opt in to have like your name image like this in the game, you get six hundred dollars plus a copy of the game for free essentially. And I thought that was going to be like the biggest pushback from players is you know why should you know, a second, third string wide receiver at some, you know, like Vanderbilt or something, get the $600 when, you know, a Caleb Williams type quarterback only can, like, he only gets $600. Like he should get more because, you know, he's probably going to be one of the better players in the game. You know, why am I getting the same amount when I'm so much better than, you know, some third string wide receiver at a lower tier pivot? like power five school i thought that was going to get some sort of collective big pushback from the players it's like no i should get more because i'm better than so and so you know why are they getting the same amount that i'm getting but thankfully that hasn't been a huge argument no
0: and i think i saw somewhere that like it's incentivized so like 600 is like baseline like yeah or like you're in if you do nothing else like Mm -hmm. 600 and a free copy of the game is is what you get but then if like I assume they may not have a cover athlete or anything yet, but I would assume like
2: it should be the get... Pop Tart person.
0: Exactly. Like <laughs> if you, if you get the, if you get the, uh, you know, if a player, not the Pop Tart guy, if a player gets, you know, the cover art, they probably get like an extra bonus or something. Or
2: I hope they bring back the mascot version, like the mascot yeah. exhibition yeah. games <laughs> and include the Pop Tart bull in there. Just so we can play as pop tarts.
0: <laughs> only if, because we're we're in a point now where like graphics have gotten a lot better in video games. So only if uh like when you go to tackle the pop tart, it falls apart, like it starts falling apart. <laughs> yeah,
2: otherwise hey, I don't want it. Hey, hey, EA, you, you should listen to this podcast. We have some really cool <laughs> ideas for you. I'm sure I'm <laughs> sure somebody at EA is just like, yo
0: guys, we got an idea. <laughs>
1: No,
2: It's going to be, I think we're all excited just to have the game back in our hands again. And it's, I well, almost I almost kind of, yeah, hopefully, I almost kind of like it that it's been such a long break because, you know, with the Madden games, you get them every year and it's like they kind of get nuisance after a while. You know, your hardcore players are going to buy it every year, but like a casual sports fan might buy, you know, the latest Madden and then not buy another one for like maybe two plus three plus more years after that, just to get an updated version of the game. I think just because it's been so long since the last one, you know, they're probably going to have a really good response the first time. It's just, you know, how often are they going to introduce a new gameplay or, you know, NCA 26, 27, 28, so on and so forth. Or are they going to try to do a new thing where they just update the current game And then they'll release another one in like a couple of years or three years or something like that, Um, which I highly doubt because it's EA and they're probably going to follow the Madden model. But um, it's it's just
0: a sports game in general. Right. It is mm -hmm. the same thing.
2: Right. And it's, yeah, it's, you know, that's just the that's the sports game model. It's sense. But, you know, I don't think they should do that, but I know they will. But it is what it is.
0: Oh, well.
2: Still going to buy it. (laughs) yeah 100 percent. initially and then who knows after that but
0: uh i really it's not really big news it's it's the biggest news in the sense of like you know just nil deals i think not necessarily in terms of money just the biggest piece of like actual attainable item uh jackson dart from ole miss signed the first private jet nil deal which is bonkers to me
2: absolutely insane that that's a thing that could happen.
0: Now I'm, I don't know. I'm not trying to put down Ole Miss specifically or like him as a player, but just Ole Miss was definitely not on the top of my list that I thought would be doing this.
1: Lane Kiffin's got connections. I imagine, I guess I would imagine. <laughs> this right.
0: I guess, but that was, that was just a cool little fun tidbit that I thought I'd throw in. But, um, All right. The
2: orange ball. The orange ball. The orange. The professional. (laughs) The professional orange ball. The professional orange ball first.
0: And I'm gonna let you guys kind of start because the Suns have been doing their thing, and I'll let Nate take this first. (laughs) I was gonna say Nate's the one that's got the notes here, so.
1: Yeah, the uh, big news is that the Wolves are uh, still back, as as we all. You know, assumed it's just kind of a given at this point. Um.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's what uh, he <laughs> was saying at the beginning. Don't forget to mention that the Wolves are back. Maybe that's what she was saying.
1: But they're they're still they're sitting at first in the West. Uh, they've got a game against Memphis that they're currently tied in right now, which will have a bearing on whether they stay in first or not. But uh, overall, you know, pretty, pretty not bad at being a basketball team. They've got the number one defense in the league, number one or number five offense in the league, but that uh, offsets with the defense. Their defense is just miles above uh, everyone else at the moment. So they're uh, net number one in the leagues. And uh, really, I mean, they're fun to watch. They got a lot of potential. They do a lot of stupid things too. So they, uh, (laughs) <laughs> give me a lot of heartache but i suppose that is just sports in general um, it's just sports the highs and lows of it it'll be it'll be really interesting to see how uh um the playoffs do go when when <laughs> that comes around because uh, it's really timberwolves are a young team and they don't really have that much playoff experience and guys tend to turn it up uh, like LeBron Steph you know they the guys that are seasoned vets they kind of like Kansas City they just they know how to win they crank it up to 11 in the postseason give it their all and it it can be challenged so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what that looks like uh, going forward but otherwise we did see uh the all-star weekend came and went uh during our absence and uh Weren't really a whole lot of highlights. I was gonna say I'm personally. gonna be honest. From what I saw, yeah, I didn't watch not, a single thing. was too bad. The so. three point contest is in the dunk contest for the most entertaining. I only caught like the last fourth quarter of the actual game, and it was uh, they were playing basketball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure Anthony, they- Anthony Edwards shot left handed in the skills challenge, and that was fun. Um,
2: How'd that go for
1: him? <laughs> He had fun, and that—that's what matters. <laughs> point, I guess, that no one really uh, pays much attention to the All Star game.
0: <laughs> Wasn't the score like astronomically high too, or yeah, something?
1: I think the East scored two hundred, and the West was like hundred eighty <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anthony Edwards didn't really put a lot of effort into the All Star game, and Draymond got really mad about that. And Carl Anthony Towns went off for 50 in the All Star game, and Draymond also got mad about that. So, uh, turns out Draymond is a hard guy, to please. Um, well, I was gonna say <laughs> he's also
0: one you really don't want to make angry, so I'm surprised that didn't turn into something else like headlocks or something. <laughs>
1: now, he, he's still staging his uh, next, he's got a one up a headlock now, like he. I don't know I'm what just, it is, but I, I can imagine he's going to go on a rampage at some point before the season. I,
0: I didn't grow up on like WWE or anything, but I'm just waiting <laughs> for like the the Shambo or whatever the hell they called those back in the day. Just some freaking wild out of nowhere uh, wrestling move, just the off of like the sideline, like
1: grabbing like a folding chair from the side, and you know just. Oh, the Bobby. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my prediction for how the rest of the season is going to go. But um, otherwise, Dane won the three point contest because it turns out he's pretty good at three pointers. Mac McClung isn't in the NBA and won the dunk contest. That was Um, the funniest thing to me. Yeah, I saw that he won. And I was like, (laughs) I
0: I saw that he won. And I was like, who?
1: And he his lowest score was on his best dunk because the judges were questionable and didn't understand <laughs> how dunk contest works, but it wasn't happened. <laughs> no, it was I think Gary Payton and a couple other like uh 70s, 80s NBA guys, but they know yeah. ball. They do no ball. <laughs> <laughs> they should know ball. <laughs> Uh, and then the other highlight was uh, Steph and Sabrina Ionescu had a three-point contest. And turns out Steph is also really good at three-pointers. Um, and what? Sabrina Ionescu scored, I believe, as high as all the other participants of the three-point contest. So even though she lost, she was, you know, ranking pretty pretty well with all the other uh, contestants. Uh, just, just, you know, not Steph, which, I mean... Is a that's a tough one to <laughs> to right. come up to. So that's, uh, but it it was cool. That was actually a, a really cool one that uh they kind of got the WNBA and NBA to mm-hmm. have a little little competition there, and hopefully with uh like Caitlin Clark bringing some pizzazz say, to the WNBA I... soon, she might be getting in on that. But
2: as I was gonna say, I hope they do something similar next year with Caitlin Clark too, because mm-hmm.
1: it'll be it'll be nice. She'd be fun to watch. Yeah. Yep. So, hot take. I, really I know. I know. We all don't
0: like Iowa, but Caitlin Clark is fun to watch. Just saying oh, yeah.
1: she loses Nebraska. That was yeah, that was that that really fun. fun. <laughs> that was a really fun time.
0: But that the the I mean we could yeah. Is there anything else with the NBA? Because I felt like that was a really good transition into into no. college orange ball.
2: No, <laughs> the Bulls are the Bulls. They'll get a play in spot. I hope, and that's really about yeah. it.
0: Suns are maintaining right now, and I'm guessing they'll be about the same as probably a play in. So,
2: yay our teams,
0: <laughs> <laughs> go Wolves! <laughs> yeah, that's totally the it. <laughs> Um, but with regards to NCAA basketball, I know this isn't even really on our list, but I did think the the adding the like Caitlin Clark is she 22? Is that her number? Yes. Whatever the number mm-hmm. is, like where she put the where she shot her shot to get over the record. Oh yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. That was
0: cool. And did you hear her comment? She was like, Oh, it looks like it was further back than where I remember it. But then like you go back and watch the video and she's like 10 feet behind the three point line. <laughs> yeah. When she took that, I, I, and I knew she was making it cause it was obviously the highlight saying, Oh, she broke the record with this shot. I was like, that's where she shot it from.
1: And <laughs> like, what, like, what is that? She's really like, good at that. that. Yep turns out she's she's uh she's pretty good at basketball in general. <laughs> You're right. You're right. She is really good at basketball.
0: She's eight.
2: Oh, but yeah, there's a a lot has happened in the college basketball world outside of just Nebraska ball, which we'll dive into in uh just a second, but uh yeah, a lot has happened in terms of a lot of upsets Definitely a lot of upsets have uh, happened. Um,
0: no top you know, five team is safe, baby.
2: Nope. Uh, you know, you had Purdue losing to Ohio State, which was super funny. You also had UConn losing to Creighton, which was also super funny. I watched um,
0: that game live, too.
2: And that and... wasn't even close for UConn, <laughs> that entire game. Yeah. Rachel I mean, and I Creighton, had a bet. Creighton mopped them up and down the floor the entire game.
0: Rachel and I had a bet. And I was like, we're going to go, like one of us had to buy coffee the next day or whatever, something like that. And she was like, I'll bet Creighton wins by 10. And I was like, UConn's number one and Creighton's kind of had some iffy games. And then they do that. And I'm like, son of a, all right, well, this is why I don't bet
2: on sports. (laughs) right? (laughs) Uh, Nate's favorite note, or I guess maybe a second favorite note that uh, Kansas got Mormoned. They did
1: <laughs> BYU, BYU, man. They I think BYU <laughs> lost to Kansas State last week and that they sure did followed it up by upsetting Kansas last night. So that's it's always good. The, the better
2: can. of the two wins, I probably <laughs> two games I would say.
0: College basketball parody is just it's its own thing.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. And then you know, the game that we were watching, Zach up, uh, Duke and Wake Forest, uh Oh yeah. yeah, Wake Forest beat Duke, and then uh, one of the Duke players apparently died, according to Nate, yeah. during the storm. Of the course. It,
1: it was tragic. He, <laughs> they the Wake Forest uh, student section came in and mobbed him down viciously, and <laughs> it was it was terrible for the sport, terrible for um, you know the the poster child of the sport, which is just Duke basketball, as we all right. know, um, right. The, the overarching king of college basketball. Um, uh, but he, you know, he rose three days later and he, he's playing tonight against Louisville. And hold up, hold up. <laughs> you, you can't,
0: you, you can't, you cannot just say he rose three days later and then not expect, expect someone, me, to be like, oh, I didn't know Kyle Filipowski was Jesus.
2: But well, he is apparently. Yeah, maybe, he went
0: maybe to Duke. I have not followed Duke that well, that well this year or <laughs> for the past like 10 years. But that's a bold claim if that's what you're saying, hey, If you're saying, if you're saying Kyle F is Jesus, then we've all got some, we've got some, you know, that's, we got to that's the about. news
1: coming out of the Duke camp. He, you know, he went down with a vicious. High ankle sprain usually takes you three to six weeks to come back, and then I believe a couple of days ago they came out that he actually injured his knee, just kind of tweaked his knee, and then he uh, was good to go for the game tonight. So, um, true, a true hero in the college basketball world. Um, I, I really, really felt for him. Um, I'm glad, glad I'm, that. <laughs> I'm sensing slight sarcasm in what you're saying. What? No. Just, just a haircut. Uh, the best thing was Jay Billis came out and uh, his solution was just. I, I hope it was a joke. It, I, <laughs> I don't know if it was a I joke. I don't think it
0: was. I don't <laughs> think it was.
1: <laughs> he came out, he said that like allow another stor- court storm to happen and then just arrest all the students and then they'll never happen again, which I like, yeah, but. I don't know, it seems a little <laughs> heavy-handed to me. I just I just, um.
0: just want to know because like, do you arrest just all the students that were present <laughs> at the game? Or are you talking arresting the students that got to the court? But then if you're talking the second one, how do you keep track of that? Yep. It's impossible. Yep. <laughs> like what? i'm I'm here for it let's do it let's i i just want to just is, try it just try that is it.
1: just a real life suggestion that a person who makes a lot more money than me uh and gets paid a lot of that money to have opinions uh, well hold on we may get sponsored someday it's not out of the, of him. <laughs> it's not out of the realms
0: just yet that said i i just i i don't Oh, this is such a wild thing. Yeah, I love that this, this is probably going to be the biggest segment on college basketball for us tonight is this <laughs> old, this one point. Um, but like court storming is and like field storming and all of that is like, is like almost not required, but it's like quintessential to the mm-hmm. experience as a fan. Mm-hmm. And I've never done it. I wish I could have been there for, to storm the field or storm mm-hmm. the court. And, like, I get it. Like, it's dangerous, sure. But, you know, yeah. like...
1: can't just take away one of the biggest, I don't know, parts of the sport. <laughs> like, the right. the fan experience. Like, you know, that, <laughs> yeah, you get to witness stuff, set, but, like, I don't know. It, it's a part of the celebration, and, like... Especially uh, I thought I saw- in... Didn't Creighton when they? <clears throat> I saw Creighton when they uh, beat UConn. They like had a wall of security, so like UConn's guys could get off. Right? There was yeah. no, like interaction there. Yeah. Like, there, there are common sense solutions to, to that safety issue. That there sure are arresting half the student body. At the college. <laughs> 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 yeah, it would be fun too. to do it. Man.
0: <laughs> and I, I don't know law. I would just be curious what they charged them with. Yeah. Battery.
2: (laughs) I don't even know.
0: (laughs) Like like, man, not manslaughter, but you know,
1: I want somebody dying, I guess. Well,
0: (laughs) according to,
1: according to somebody's notes, what my sources said, Well, your sources. I have questions for your sources. (laughs) Coach K. Is that,
2: is that who your source is? Yes. Uh, definitely not a biased source. <laughs> I, don't, I i
0: just, I don't know. Like, I, I get it. I get that safety needs to be the top priority. Well, just like look at when Nebraska stormed the court for um, after Purdue, which I am going to point out and say that was probably one of the weakest storm courts I've ever <laughs> seen because everyone was walking. Nobody was running. They were all just like, okay, let's go nobody got yeah, hurt but, there.
2: but how many times have we ever had to do that yeah
0: nobody knew what to do i understand <laughs> that i'm just saying like it's rare you know it was more funny because it was a bunch of nebraska fans being like wait a minute what what do we do here
2: oh, i
1: get it let me squeeze to by you. Oh, oh, oh.
2: lots of open <laughs> is that what you're saying let me squeeze by you sorry 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 oops sorry Oh, sorry, pretty <laughs> <laughs> Now, no, the locker. funniest
1: thing about the Duke stuff, though, was the, like they blew it way out of proportion. Mm-hmm. They, <laughs> I think video surfaced of like what happened, and it kind of showed that the Kyle Filipowski guy was like trying to trip one of the fans, and then another fan like just kind of ran into him behind him. And it,
0: it sounds almost like, <laughs> and I know we were just, I know we were just gassing up caitlin clark but i know like like three weeks ago when she when she she flopped or whatever it's like uh, like a lot of people were like oh fans need to be more careful and then you see a different angle it's like uh no that looks like she might have like you know thrown a (laughs) thrown a haymaker there Mm -hmm. um yeah i i didn't see that what you're talking (laughs) about nate but i yeah (laughs) like basketball is a game of like hey keep your head on a swivel make sure you see everything that's going on so when fans storm the court, if you get upset, maybe do the same thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, Weird. There was, was a lot of grandstanding to prove a point And then, I don't know, just the optics of it look well, a little rough. I'd just like but...
0: to point out, uh, it was nice doing a podcast with you guys. We're officially about to be canceled <laughs> by Duke fans. So thanks, Nate.
1: <laughs> I am not
2: included in this. Yeah.
1: Uh... Hey, I've heard you. I've heard you agree and say and you are one hundred percent clear. The next
0: time, next time we get on a podcast, there's going to be Andy talking to the camera, and my co-hosts left, left, took a trip to the country.
2: They all, they all left. Surprisingly,
0: they're in a, a farm. They're at a farm up north.
1: <laughs> they weirdly all talk. It was nice this time. Yeah. If we do go,
0: if we do go, people are going to be like, what actually happened to them? <laughs> people are going to be
1: freaking us. out. All excuses, 50... voice again. We're going to be gone for a month and then all, going, wait, wait, wait,
0: <laughs> All 15, 20 people that listen to us consistently are going to be like, "What happened?
2: Jay Bill has <laughs> finally found out that this podcast exists."
1: <laughs> but that however, was uh that was an interesting um yeah. Interesting however,
0: interesting... <laughs> that may club. work out in our favor. He might be like, "I listen to this podcast." Oh yeah. yeah. And then, and then he points it out and says, I didn't agree with what these guys say. And then people that are like, oh, well, we didn't agree with what he said. Maybe we get a bunch more people listening. So if that's, that's the, the case, good. if that's the case, we'll have to make sure we thank him next week. Yes.
1: It's like a no such thing as bad publicity thing.
0: Correct. I think there are a few things that don't fit in that category, but we haven't crossed <laughs> into that territory yet. So we're. Good. I think we're good. Not yet. <laughs> I don't make the rules. I just try to follow them. Most days.
1: Oh, <laughs> Most days. Most days is like Yeah, aside from the uh that whole situation. <laughs> back on to actual things that matter with college basketball. Yeah. Um the top three teams, Houston's up to number one in the A P poll, uh UConn Purdue, I believe are two and three, depending on which poll between coaches and AP, mm-hmm. but um, it's pretty well solidified unless something just insane happens in the next couple weeks here that um, those are going to be your top three seeds uh, in the tournament. There is a long list. I was just counting down. It was like eight teams right now that have six losses that are going to be vying for that last top seed. So that'll be, be an interesting finish. Um, and you know, we always, we love March at, it provides oh, yes. <laughs> endless months. memories. So, and we are uh, at the time of recording this, we are, you know, about a day out. And hopefully, by the time you all are hearing this, we will be uh, in March. So, we will be counting down just under two and a half weeks at that point until uh, the first four mm-hmm. starts. So,
0: that is correct, Nate. This will be Love on March 1st. March. So. Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, the only other note I really had well, a couple notes <laughs> um, Mountain West. I think is, is I've been well, seeing a lot of conference. It. Like, they're, they're doing all right. They have, yes, yeah, six teams that have single digit losses. And that's not because they're like playing like Mountain West isn't, you know, big 10 or uh big 12 or something, but I mean, it's a solid conference and they play a decent out of conference. So they have six teams that have single digit losses. Four of them are still in the running to win the Mountain West and that'll be an interesting conference to watch uh, for bid stealing uh, going into the tournament. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, be...
2: because I think Creighton lost one of them early Colorado on. Colorado State, yeah. Colorado State, yeah.
1: Um, because... As he anticipated, as, <laughs> you know, as many people anticipated. <laughs> and they're not. I was if happen. I remember right, they're not uh, one of the teams that are actually <laughs> in the running for uh, the to win the Mountain West at the moment. No, they, they are. They are one of the single digit loss teams. They so. they are eight and eight, and like. Fifth to last.
2: (laughs) I bet Creighton feels like fools now. Yes, they certainly do at their
1: thirteenth rank, (laughs) which is also. I I made a note of that. That was also uh, interesting. That like I mean it makes sense a little bit because they they knocked off UConn, but like they they lost St John's the next game, (laughs) and they moved up three spots because of it. So um, didn't didn't really have any effect on their seat whatsoever. (laughs) And then the only other note I had was that uh, the Badgers are—they're—they're uh, they're, they're falling. Well, down some the some right
2: are now. saying that uh, a certain <laughs> Nebraska-based team might have uh, spiraled their entire February uh, schedule. Some are saying, not all, but uh, just some. <laughs> some are uh... saying that uh, Wisconsin only won two games in the entire month of February.
0: That. Is an insane statistic, yeah.
2: Considering when uh, you can't afford to lose those games, you know, as close to March as possible, uh, you know, they yeah, I think they've only won two in all of February.
0: Wasn't Wisconsin was ranked amazing. not that long ago, too? They were ranked, yeah, number,
2: they were ranked number six because I don't That's think the they're I'm
0: pretty sure they were shot. Ten. <laughs> I was gonna say.
2: That we, might be uh, I don't a we collapse to talk on the level of
0: Philadelphia Eagles.
2: So I think <laughs> last that's the that we wanted. I don't know if we ever talked about it on the last pod. I don't think so. Or maybe we did, but either way. The you know, last and,
0: podcast we did was at the beginning of February. So, I mean, it's it been a minute. Been.
2: It might have been, but yeah, Wisconsin was six when they played Nebraska. Yeah. And they yeah, are they're not they're ranked,
1: ranked anymore. Yes, and. Looking like they probably won't be uh, (laughs) for the fourth season. They
2: have a a very tough end of their schedule when they uh, famously play Illinois, Rutgers, and, you know, Purdue to end the season.
0: It is just bonkers to me, especially as a a newer Nebraska basketball fan. Just how, like, and I know, like, I should be used to the ups and downs as a Nebraska fan, 100%. I am football-wise generally just the downs at this point, but like the basketball season has been just a wild roller coaster because like two, I think, I think two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we were talking about, Oh, Nebraska might make an NIT bid. And now we're sitting here like, Oh, like there's a better, there's a better chance than not that they go to the dance. Like, Mm -hmm, okay. mm -hmm. So like I guess it's, yeah, it's just funny to me how like, you know, we were being, so badly on the road and we still kind of are for the most part. I mean, we did find a way to finally win one, but it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think it kind of goes back to what we had talked about earlier, where like the teams and Nebraska is not one of these, but it's like the teams that are good at this and have done this, find a way towards the end of the season to put it together. Nebraska may have finally figured out how to do that. I don't know if that's Mm -hmm. the case or not. We'll see yeah we'll we'll see how the next
1: three games go but it it seems like
0: they're putting things together is what mm -hmm. i'm yeah
1: they're on the right trajectory for it at least yeah if that Um, uh minnesota game on what sunday is any sort of like litmus mm -hmm. test for it they they look the part of a team that could at least you know not gonna say make a lot of noise in the tournament but at least give other tournament teams uh pretty hard time right at least so because yeah because like the last time we
2: talked you know they <laughs> you know upset wisconsin and then you go on oh yeah i think they yeah they went on the, on the road to illinois. to illinois lost that game in overtime you know still another road loss and you're like okay you know you they held their ground in overtime against a top-ranked team on the road um and that lost you know quad one losses are never gonna really hurt but you know it's not as bad of a quad one loss and then they kind of, you know, have a slow start against Nor- uh, Northwestern. You know, the final score of that game really isn't indicative to, like, how badly Nebraska played that game. Yeah. Um, But then, you know, you get to the easier part of their schedule with Michigan, Penn State, Indiana, Minnesota. All Went all four of those games by double digits. And they should win category games. Plus. Yeah. Which, um, first
1: time since the 1911-1912 season that mm-hmm. this happened for Nebraska.
2: <laughs> and... Yeah, and then they they finally get that elusive road monkey uh game off their back uh, by beating Indiana at Assembly Hall and you know, that's maybe years ago when you would have said that statement you're like, "Oh my god, like, you know, that's an upset to beat Indiana like that and you know, just a blue blood blue blood program like Indiana on the road, but you know, they haven't been what they've been this year uh or certainly the past couple years for sure, but it is uh as it stands right now Nebraska ball. It is tied fourth in the Big Ten conference as of stands as of this recording. Nebraska would have the double by in the conference tournament if it started today, um, which is wild because they really control their own destiny right now uh, with these next three games. Is you keep winning, you're more than likely going to keep that four seed spot because the tiebreaker between like them, Wisconsin and Northwestern. Um, they at least have the tiebreaker against both of them if it becomes a two-way tie. If it's a three-way tie, uh, Northwestern, I think, edges it out just based on uh, head-to-head against each of the teams. But if Nebraska is tied fourth with either Northwestern or Wisconsin, uh, Nebraska would win the tiebreaker fourth uh, because the tiebreaker to determine that is how do you do against the top-ranked conference team? Uh, right now and nebraska famously won to no know against purdue and the other two teams have not beaten purdue so nice little nice little tiebreaker <laughs> scenario for nebraska to win that out but um yeah destiny's in their own hands right now uh they got a big game tomorrow night uh against ohio state on the road uh a quad one opportunity that kind of came out of nowhere uh you know ohio state fired their coach a couple weeks ago and famously beat purdue the next game and beat Michigan at beat Michigan state on a buzzer beater a couple nights ago. Uh, So definitely uh, a good, another final quad one kind of resume solidifier for Nebraska on the road, if they can take care of business. Um, But then you get Rutgers at home and go on the road to finish the season at Michigan. Um, You know, those last two games definitely should be, should win games. Um, I know they're going to want to get some revenge against Rutgers as well, uh, considering how they played against them last time, but yeah, Nebraska in control of what they need to do right now. Um, Just definitely went out and, you know, probably get a four seed. But if you drop a game, you know, you still get at least at this rate, probably solidify yourself as a single buy for the conference tournament right now, Uh, which is, you know, not as nice as the double buy, but it's still very helpful that you're not having to play, you know, two games just to get to a Friday, essentially, you know, uh, with that. And it's been... Yeah, I think I speak for all of us. It's just it's been a very, very exciting season, to say the least. Um, and it's nice to see Fred, you know, kind of, you know, it it can go, you know, the whole overscope view of how kind of Trev Alberts his hustle dealt with. You know, the talks about you know Fred doesn't pick it up the season or even last season. Like you know, most power school athletic directors probably would have fired their basketball coach either last year or the year before, Um, you know, and I think it kind of shows the patience that Trev had with Fred and uh, allowing him to kind of build what he needs to build with this basketball team. Um, And, you know, you saw glimpses of it last year at the end of that season where this, they picked up at the end of February and they kind of turned more into a defensive mentality team, which is, you know, what Fred has not been known for in the past for (laughs) sure. Um, He loves to be the offensive kind of let it fly basketball team, kind of like what Creighton is right now. Um, And, you know, the mentality of this team this year is it's been defense, but it's also been, it's not, you're not relying on one star player this entire year. And I think that's been the most refreshing thing to see is, you know, any one of, you know, their starting guys or even a bench player like CJ Wilcher can go off and, you know, win you, the game on any given night. So, you know, you never know who that's going to be, but it's nice to know that Nebraska has that depth at every position to, you know, it's it's just team ball. You're not, yeah, you're not relying on one guy to get you all the points, uh, like the past previous NCAA teams or just, you know, good Nebraska teams that have had to rely on one or two guys. It's, you can rely on all of your guys to have a big night and, you know, it's going to be one or the other. Um, you know, I know there were a couple of wins in there where, you know, Kaysay and Rank have like, 10 or so points, but, you know, CJ and Jawan Gary go off for, you know, 20 or 25 each. And it's it's just nice that, you know, Fred has finally kind of developed this team to what he wants is a defensive minded team that he's had to adjust and change his mentality, but it's also at the same time, they're playing great team ball to win you these games. And, uh, I think that's something that it's going to build. Well, definitely that, uh, Fred is going to have to continue going forward uh, because it's working now that he's kind of found a, a culture and a team scheme that he wants to run to build a basketball program here. And um, I know, you know, obviously we're excited about this team and we're excited about this season and, you know, finally getting to March Madness, finally getting back into the, uh, the NCAA tournament for the first time since, what, 2014, I believe? Yep. Um, so 10, 10 years. Or did they go in 2018? No, they didn't. You're right. Um, yeah, I mean it's the first time since that long, and it's, it's just it's baffling to just even think about that. But you know, you get excited about this, and then you also think about that, you know, there's a whole lot of return potential for next year, too, because mm-hmm. the only seniors on this team that are, you know, there's two big impact seniors, and there's one uh one, not role, like a role player in the sense of Jawan, uh, Javon Coleman or whatever mm. uh, I think his name is, but Josiah Alec and Casey are your two seniors right now. Yep. Um, everybody else has a chance to come back next year. Um, and I think that bodes super well for Fred, who has always been, you know, his first couple of years of like roster turnover, getting all these transfers to come in and try to build your roster. But now you're kind of developing your Staff in your roster at this point to where you don't need to do that every Year anymore mm-hmm. Um, and I think it shows that incoming recruits are like yeah we're Finally got a basketball team Fred's got a game plan in place he knows what he's Going to do and what he wants his team to build Um, you know you're not coming in to You know play with nine other transfer guys because we have to build a whole New roster now Um, so there's so much excitement for right now what this this current team is going to do but there's so much more excitement for the future um you know of what can be going forward of what fred can try to continue to build on the success every year and i think that's only just going to get more people more excited about uh the program and just nebraska basketball itself and i'm super excited i mean i've you know i've never had kind of this much like you know nervousness and anxiety for each like nebraska ball game now. Uh, because we've never had really had this uh, excitement in the past. Um, We've never had to be excited about games, meaning so much more in February and getting close to March. Cause usually by this time of the season, it's kind of like football. It's, you know, you know, by the time like October rolls around, like, you know, Nebraska season is already down. It's like, you know, what more is there to cheer about at this point? So to finally get a chance to be excited, to cheer for something meaningful and that each one of these games has just so much impact on, where you're going to be seated, you know, it's not, you know, Nebraska, you know, has gotten to the point right now. It's, you know, not whether they're probably going to get in, it's, you know, what seed are they going to get now? Um, Where, you know, you talked to us three, four weeks ago, it's like, we're still in the bubble. Like, are we going to get in? Are we going to get out? And this team continues to show time and time again, that they are, they have what it takes to, you know, if they get punched in the mouth early, like they did against Wisconsin and they come back and win the game. And I mean, it's, you you never know what you're gonna get from this team, but they just show that they have the resilience to fight through, and dig out themselves out of these holes and go win us a basketball game. And yeah. yeah, if they if they win these next three games and go into the conference tournament on a seven game winning streak <laughs> with a potential of a double buy, I mean that just it's gonna house it go, money at that point, baby. it's house money. <laughs> you do so much for your yeah. mentality of your team. You do so much for your matchups with of, of the conference tournament. And, you know, there's there's a real possibility. I mean, obviously, you have to win out and win the conference tournament. But I, I think there's a real possibility if that happened that Nebraska could shoot up to like a 7 or a 6. <laughs> obviously, that includes winning out and winning the conference tournament. But, uh, I mean, that gets you, what, to 25 wins, I believe? Because if they went out right now, they would be at twenty three. That would yeah. be twenty six wins. It's, it'd be twenty three, and then you'd have. If, the assuming three. you have the double bye, okay. you, have you two get the wins. three. Or two, yeah, two. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you get twenty five ish, twenty six wins. You know, within the conference tournament, yeah, Nebraska absolutely could of a six or you you know, six seed or something like, like that. Four or five, five, yeah, at that point. but yeah, it's think, the outside yeah.
1: chance, but it's it's interesting that we. I don't know that we ever had the possibility to even think that. No,
2: I'm just, yeah, I'm just happy that we get to have this excitement. It's, it's now starting to turn more into a less away from is Nebraska going to make the tournament into what seed is Nebraska going to get? Where are they going to start? Where are they going to go play the first round, you know, and start trying to look at those matchups and everything. And it's, it's super exciting to have that possibility and that reality. Now it's, you know, it's it's a no more hypotheticals. It's, all right, Nebraska's more than likely going to get in unless they implode these next three games, which, Zach, also almost get earlier. I said
0: the entire state would implode on itself, not the teams. You took it that
2: way. That's not my fault.
0: I take you, no blame.
2: You were not very specific.
0: You didn't ask.
2: But... That's yeah, that's my spiel on Nebraska ball. I'm just I'm excited that like these games make me nervous and like anxious now because there's just so much to play for now versus like just turning it like turning it on because you know you're a sicko college basketball fan that follows an absolute horrible team. Mm-hmm. Um it's excited to, to start to finally cheer about these things and get excited that Nebraska's gonna get their name called on selection Sunday and it's it's gonna be great. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I think, I just, I want to echo kind of the same sentiments you were saying about Fred. It I remember when he was first hired, I don't remember if we were having the conversations, but it was, there were conversations around it, and they're saying, you know, he's going to need two to three years mm-hmm. of just kind of transfers, turnover, and then just to, to build a bare minimum foundation you know, for, for this team build, Mm -hmm. you know, that culture within and everything. And then in theory would be seeing that progress after that. And it's, it's weird to just see that all come to fruition. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we had, we had the rough years and they they definitely happened, but it, his vision for kind of how, I don't know how he wanted this, team to look it may Uh not be his classic you know run gun offense but he he's been able to adjust and adapt to that which I think speaks volumes of him just as a coach um, Uh really really telling that he was willing to say hey this these guys may not be the prototypical what I do but like we're gonna we're gonna change what we need to do to make this a successful um Uh endeavor for us and that I think says a lot and it it's weird to be like all right, we we saw the the rough years and now we're on that, you know, at least theoretical trajectory upward, that really coaster right. upward where there there is success and there are good things on the horizon. We're we're not like up here at the top yet, but we're we're making our way in. Mm-hmm. We're they're a decent team when when they come out to play, they're they're fun to watch. Right. I, it it's just really really cool to see all the work that they have put in and um just see that something that was very theoretical that um you know we were we were hoping what happened is happening it's it's really cool to see it in real time so right we'll we'll see how March shakes out next three games and into uh, postseason play but um it's it's been an interesting ride but it's been a and uh, hopefully hopefully just keeps going it's been a you very could always see ride.
0: the building blocks of his team too as he went to like yeah like mm. some years might have been, better or worse, but like mm-hmm. you said, you know, having to deal with all the transfers, you could always see that there was something there. Yep. That was like, oh, like there's something in there. Just, you know, you need to find the 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 entirely set of right pieces to make it work cohesively. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw that last year. I, I think yeah. last year was the year that like all of a sudden everything started to click and you're like, okay, we've got the idea. We just need one or two more and we got those, and then to your guys' point too, and maybe you already kind of talked about this. I don't remember, you know, having to think back now, mm-hmm. but like, you know, even if we don't go very far, even maybe past the first game we play, you know, into in March Madness itself, that's going to do huge for recruiting. It's like, look, like mm-hmm. people that w- I mean, we already recruited pretty well, I think, for next year. I believe I could be wrong there, but then. Like if people are wanting to transfer out, it's like, oh, hey, like Nebraska mm-hmm. was really close. They just needed, you know, and I've said this for a long time, like basketball is one sport where, you know, one player could elevate you to that next level, where in like football, it might take one or two more players to get it on one side of the ball, where in basketball, you know, maybe you just need a, a better defender or somebody that can, you know, shoot a lot better threes, whatever. It might just be that one person that takes you to the next level. I don't know if Nebraska is there, but I think they're within that conversation. I think they're close Mm -hmm. as in if they don't make it very far. And I I'm, I'm saying this as in, I I think they could, I'm setting myself up for the potential disappointment of like, (laughs) they got to the dance. Oh, and then they lost by like 30, like, Oh, that sucks. But they got there. And I mean that, that could be the thing where someone sees that that's transferring out and could be like, oh all they needed was you know whatever so i think there's something there right
2: and i you know i always forget that you know the at the same time like the whole frost like contract buyout thing happened that fred also took a little uh contract buyout (laughs) pay cut as well to you know restructure his contract and stay here and you know i can't imagine for trev albert's help those two conversations went with those coaches because I'm sure one had to be drastically uh, a lot more <laughs> appreciative than the other was. Uh, and you can figure out who was who, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, it's, it's just, it's refreshing and it's nice. And like Zach said, you know, whatever happens if, when they get to the dance, if they lose in a blowout fashion, you know, it would suck a lot and it probably hurt a little bit, but it's farther than we've made it for a long, <laughs> long time though. Watching so. Nebraska, be in March Madness and play, yeah. play a meaningful, you know, not NIT playoff game type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's something to build off for the future. And, you know, I had always wondered from last year, like, how are you going to replace Derek Walker? And, you know, Fred went out and found rank mask and uh, honestly, probably more than what we could have hoped for in a yeah. replacement for Derek Walker from last year. Um you know, I just was hoping they would just get like a physical Big Ten center because that's what you need. And you know, rake Rank can shoot the three. He can play point guard if he really wants to. Not that I prefer him to do that, but um, he kind of he he can do everything. And it's just a lot more that I think that you know I could have asked for. What Fred is probably asking for of him uh, of being a, a center in the Big Ten, but uh, yeah, Fred. Fred changed his staff. He changed what he needs to do with his team, and it's showing a lot right now. And you know, yeah, they've got some big games ahead. Uh, certainly should win games and, you know, not, you know, if they drop the next two, you know, you start kind of worrying a little bit, but I don't think they're in the must win territory right now. It's more than just uh, the should win and uh, just more resume boosters at this point, just to keep adding wins, regardless of quad one, two or three. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been fun. It's been nice. And, I think with that, unless we have any other, uh, basketball, orange ball news,
1: I, I think like, I, it. It. <laughs> I, think I like orange
2: ball better than basketball. Well, orange ball just sounds better. Yeah. You know, you get the pig skin, you got the orange ball and then we'll go to the little tiny laced ball. I guess if that's what you want to call it, uh, <laughs> I, spring training's begun, but I think the biggest story Yeah, there's not a whole lot going yeah. on in MLB. Yeah. I think the biggest yeah. story is the uh MLB uniforms are uh a shame. And that's like the biggest biggest story right now is all these MLB players are complaining of the uniforms that are you know Nike outsourced their production to fanatics, which
1: was a terrible idea to begin uh,
2: with. I <laughs> did <laughs> to begin with. Um, you can either go on Google or Twitter if you really want to look at the differences, but I know there's plenty of side by side images of last year's uniforms and this year's uniforms. And the amount of change that has happened because of it is outstanding that it ever got approved. Last year's uniforms, big letters, big numbers, and this year are tiny letters and tiny numbers. On top of the pants being the biggest issue, that they're see-through. And I don't know about you, but I would think, you know, the private areas of professional athletes probably shouldn't be see-through when they're going to be on TV all year round. Hold that on, I'm me.
0: gonna I'm gonna look these up right now. I haven't seen these.
2: Zach, oh. <laughs> so, uh, I make sure your not safe filter whatever <laughs> is turned uh, on. No, maybe maybe
1: they're trying to draw in some um, strange viewers. That's the demographic they are missing, and this was the solution. Uh, when. <laughs> When we say baseball, if you want to enter or emphasize
2: the ball part or balls <laughs> of baseball, you, you could start to catch my drift of what uh, seems to be wrong with these uh, pants <laughs> that have been approved for this
1: year. The, the issues are um, the issues are very transparent. We'll say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, Man, and that. honestly, the the jerseys, like you said, they do it from on Twitter. They went from looking like actual like legitimate jerseys to like a screen printed t-shirt. Yes, like like the uh, the websites you you would go to buy jerseys. Yeah, That's
2: what they look like. They look like, you know, oh, I'm going to save 70 bucks and get this same jersey on another site and that's what you would get in return is what these jerseys look like. It's, yeah, it's Oh,
0: that's what you're talking about.
2: (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Yeah, those are the pants that have been That's... approved for everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Fanatics really dropped the ball, some might say.
2: Because, like, when you tuck in your <clears throat> shirt, you shouldn't be able to still see your jersey tucked into your pants, right? Or yeah, let right, alone right. your compression shorts showing through your pants. Yeah.
1: Now, I, I don't
0: know if it's just, I, I can't imagine it's a pocket. <laughs> But this picture that I'm looking at, well, not a pocket. But it looks like looks like there's a front pocket, and it's just sitting
1: there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. This yeah, is, this is amazing.
0: Oh no, I see what you're talking about. That's his jersey. Good lord.
1: Yeah,
2: that's his jersey tucked into his pants, and you made even it better by the, the fact that I'm
0: looking at a Guardians. A Guardians, <laughs> and I already thought their uniforms are bad. This is just like. <laughs> insults injury at this point yeah, yeah. from my
2: standpoint. Outside of the pants, I mean, I saw, you know, I think it was the Guardians uniforms too, of two two players had two different like arm sleeve designs where one of the sleeves was like a, a maroon stripe all the way around with like solid and the other jersey didn't have one. And I find that very odd that their jerseys would not be the same for the same team, right? You know, uh very weird but yeah uh the pants yeah i can't imagine which picture you're looking at i probably have seen the ball but i'm trying these to figure so out what picture funny. you're looking at
0: <laughs> oh this is so funny
2: if let's just say the uh private areas of these athletes have now been uh outlined better for people to see if the if that's what we're going to going to say
0: I mean, hey, I'm going to turn into baseball more now anyways. And that's what we were saying. Now I've got a reason.
2: Chip numbers. (laughs) But yeah, uh, that's like the biggest storyline of baseball right now is the uniforms are atrocious. Everything that went wrong with them that you think could go wrong has gone wrong. Yeah. Okay, so.
0: (laughs) I think. I think I see like what they're going for, but it did not. It didn't no. turn out
2: well. No.
0: Like I assume it was for like. Now, I don't
2: know, know what they were trying to go for. <laughs>
0: I assumed it was like, oh, like you know, during the summer, baseball can get hot. Like this supposed to help keep athletes cool. I relatively I, I, speaking, have, like a technology,
1: like that, that's not seen. That's what I mean.
0: Like it would be like all they'd had to do was make these black.
2: I want to see like when a player slides, like are they just gonna rip because they look so thin?
1: Yeah.
2: Well, like, if it's if from fanatics, there's yeah. a
0: ninety percent chance that will happen.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like are they just gonna tear because they're so thin? Like I don't. The important nah,
0: thing to know, nah, the first thing that's gonna happen is the screen printed like numbers are just gonna <laughs> rip, off.
1: rip off. Yep, mid game. The important thing to know is that even though they're ruining the fan experience. The CEO of Fanatics is probably making some money. A lot of and, money. That's, and that's, that's what's what matters important here.
2: <laughs> I hope uh, ESPN and Fox and MLB Network are ready to uh, get their block boxes ready. Because they might have to do it a lot. <laughs>
0: that. Tat. That will actually, God, that be hilarious. It's <laughs> like you're watching a game, and all of a sudden you just see a black box just like just
2: blurt out across your
0: screen. <laughs> that would be funny.
2: And they'd have to do it live, because it's like it's one thing when you see it on like reality TV episodes. Like you can go back and edit those in and motion track them. They're gonna have to motion track that live. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's what they'll stick
0: AI on too. They'll just make you. <laughs> but yeah, that's
2: that's the biggest MLB headline that uh, you might have missed is the uniforms are in shambles.
0: <laughs> Honestly, that is it's the most very excitement. funny. Like <laughs> I'm obviously like the the MLB season starts at the end of March, so we've got some time to even. I can't imagine much else news is going to come out except for, I think there were like a couple trades and stuff that happened. But at this point, I don't know enough about baseball to comment on if they're good trades or not. So I have no idea.
2: And, and all you need to do is if you just Google MLB uniforms, the second result that pops up is see-through.
0: I don't know why it took me so long. Cause it wasn't even like a safe search thing. It was just, I kept finding news articles
2: about it. It's so funny. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know how it got approved. I really don't. <laughs> I can't stop laughing <laughs> Easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah. Uh I turning to college baseball, Nebraska uh the ball started their season. Uh I listened to a lot of their games already and have watched some of them. Uh their opening weekend, they did, like, the Shriners uh, college showdown, whatever you want to call it, where a bunch of, like, power five teams go and play a series. Um, Nebraska had a three-game series against Baylor, Texas Tech, and Oklahoma during that time. Uh, you know, won the first game and then lost the last two, both in the top of the ninth inning, which was super fun, super cool. Uh, Nebraska did that. It could have been 3-0, and but they exited out of that one and two, Went to uh, Grand Canyon to play a four-game series in Phoenix and came out of that on top three to one. So Nebraska stands at uh, four and three right now in the baseball season. I know that they have a weekend series starting tomorrow, four-game weekend series at uh, the College of Charleston in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. So looking to hopefully get that baseball track on. Guess going, uh, as much of the limited knowledge that I have listened to the games, um, it sounds like Nebraska has some good freshman pitchers and uh, some good freshman uh, hitters that they brought in that have played a substantial amount of time so far that have done fairly well. Uh, so we'll see how that goes throughout the season, but outside of that, uh, SEC is the powerhouse of college baseball and probably will be forever. Uh, but that's My college baseball update. Uh, The Nebraska softball
1: season lasted for one game, and uh, that happened. We'll try again next year. (laughs)
2: Sucks. I mean, it's. You have your most hyped transfer in quite some time. Blow her ACL in the first inning that she pitched.
0: That's Nebraska baby. <laughs>
1: True Aaron Rodgers shit is what happened. It's a possibility it's a Nebraska ability. <laughs> <laughs> that just yeah, I forgot that happened. It sucks. Yep. It but on a better suck. note, the football team did a dunk contest at halftime against or at halftime of the Minnesota game. And apparently yeah, did. Uh, and nobody got hurt. They live-streamed it on Instagram on a potato, so nobody got to see it. But I it was a winner. I, was so. that you when I told you to tune in, and I'm like, oh, they're
2: live-streaming it. And then I responded back, JK, it's like a 280p. <laughs> I watched it, and I was just like,
1: huh. I can kind I can of make, make outlines of people. Yeah, I, I can see where I that think, might be. I think that was the dunk there. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah it was... Uh, I would have loved to have seen it in person, and apparently... <laughs> That Jer- Jeremiah Charles, mm-hmm. they are really high on at cornerback
1: uh, for the season. So, and one of them jumped over Matt Rule for the dunk. So hit nice him in the hit him in there. the face. But you know, nah, nah, spoiler nah, alert, alert. Nah, nah. alert.
2: <laughs> cleared him, cleared him easy. <laughs> head, had a couple <laughs> feet left, <laughs> just a couple feet left. <laughs> oh god. Well, we've but, got a couple
0: yeah. other things we could talk about. But none of us are very well-versed in these things. More MLB (laughs)
2: uniforms?
0: (laughs) I was going to say, I know we've got at least one person that's very much wanting us to talk about NHL, but I'm going to be honest. I don't know nothing about it right
1: now. Hockey be hockey and
0: Hockey be hockey and. Hey, the Um,
1: Minnesota Wilder's still bad. That's (laughs) that's my opinion. Um,
0: Let me see here. I'll just see if I can get some... Uh, as a, at one point I was an abs fan and I say that because like, I was like, I need a team to watch. So I started watching them and then I just never watched. So wasn't really a fan, but I kind of followed them and they were, they were okay. But, um, yeah, I don't really have anything. I, I guess the big news right now is that I think next, next week. Yeah, next Friday is the deadline for um the trades. So might hear something interesting come out of that. If anybody can suddenly get up to speed on NHL stuff.
1: Um I say, uh, in college hockey, North Dakota is uh pretty good at hockey. Um that that's that's the update. <laughs> I honestly I honestly wish though
0: I wish like Nebraska, uh, like a college somewhere in Nebraska would do college hockey. Like I know like there's the Lincoln stars and then where I'm at, there's the Musketeers over in Sioux city. And that's like, those are, those are great options, but like, I'd love to see that entire pipeline. So like college to, to minors, to NHL. Cause I know there are some people that played it. Like um, I'm sure there are are from Lincoln too, but like Sioux city, they have like players, that will show up on there um jumbotron that are playing in the nhl now uh like there was a goalie that was playing last year i don't know if he's still there wherever he was at but i think was maybe new jersey and so that was interesting it's like oh like these guys aren't just playing for the heck of it like there's an actual like pipeline to get there Mm -hmm. and it's like i knew that but like until you see it you're just like oh like that's a legit thing like you know what i mean um uh, let's see. I am going to go slightly rogue because there's not a lot to talk about, but I'm going to try to make this a segment as we go forward. Formula one, baby.
2: Yep. That's going to be <laughs> all you, bud.
0: Uh, that's all I know about it right now. Um, but I don't know. Formula one's kind of fun to watch, uh, except for the fact that it's like 3am all the time. Um, so I won't be watching necessarily the races live, but I'll probably be watching them after the fact. So
2: I'm going to let you do that. That'll be your segment.
0: (laughs) Um, really at this point, the only thing that's happened in formula one is they had preseason testing. This, I think it was this last weekend. So then starting tomorrow at the time of this recording, um, we're recording on a Wednesday. So Thursday, the 29th, they start their They start the actual season up in bahrain i don't know if that's how you say it but uh,
2: is, it, is it a saudi funded place i think so i don't know. know formula one is their saudis have their money in it
1: sus
0: pretty much i mean pretty much yeah, <laughs> yeah one. League. um and for those that don't follow formula one at all as in don't know any of the people the one name that everybody will probably know if you watch max for and- stop and yep. <laughs> max for stopping <laughs> I only um, know him. <laughs> up until or is Lewis until- Hamilton still race? Yes, he does. Uh, I know so he's actually, to. he was actually the other big news that I was just reading about. I wanted to make sure I got this right. He has raced for, uh, Mercedes for ever. Like he's been racing for Mercedes since 2013. So over a decade now, which is, I don't know if this is true from my understanding of like watching a lot of these people. Like, a lot of teams will put a lot of investment into a, a driver. So, like, Max Verstappen will stay probably with Red Bull for a while if he hasn't already been there with them for a while. But Lewis Hamilton is actually going to be going to Ferrari in 2025, mm-hmm. which a lot of people that are news like, I do Whoa, remember that was shocking. So, I mean, that news happened a while ago, but that's still kind of the bringing things up to speed. Um, and then, yeah, really at this point, I I think just as a, as a (laughs) non-professional viewer of it, just trying to figure it out. Uh, it seems like team Red Bull is the one that is, is to beat, but Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Like my understanding of like racing is so probably fundamentally wrong, but like, (laughs) A lot of people like will get like fifth, sixth place on different teams and be like, you know, that's a good race day for them. Which I mean, I'm I'm not saying like top ten and F1 is is not anything to be a a happy about, but Mm -hmm. like, um, it's just like you know, in my head, like racing is if you don't win, you don't. But I mean, it's it's points last, right? It's basically Ricky Bobby, but like, it's basically it's all a point system, obviously, but like, so. But it doesn't matter when Max Verstappen wins every freaking race, (laughs) it seems. So, I, I, admittedly, I don't know. Um, But at this point, from what I understand, and I'm sure anybody that listens to this, that's a huge F1 fan, absolutely call me out. I have no idea what I'm doing, (laughs) but I'm going to try.
2: You're going to learn.
0: (laughs) But, yeah, well, I'm going to try. I'm going to see if I can get anything out of this. And if we get halfway through this, he's like, yeah, I'm I'm done with this. I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) But... I think it's interesting. I think F1's really a really cool idea. Um, and obviously it's it's a huge thing, like overseas, and it's starting to catch on in the U.S. Mm. now that they have... I think they have two or three races in the U.S. now. So yes. Those I'll probably watch live.
2: Besides but, the biggest one that went terribly and poorly. That much I do remember.
0: Yeah. yeah. that Well, you know, that happens, though. And that's the other thing, too, is like the like the weather they'll be in the middle of the race and then they'll be on like lap. They're like 66 (laughs) laps. Mm -hmm. I think I watched a bunch of races where they're like, Oh, they got to 35. It started raining. We're just going to call it there. Like they'll just bring everybody back in. Like that's, that's where we're calling it. Like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I mean, I, I, I think it's, I think the whole thing's interesting. I know nothing about it.
2: <laughs>
0: so that's how we're going to bring in viewers. Just come in for my bad takes about F1.
2: <laughs>
0: um, I think that's about it. I don't have mm-hmm. anything else. I had one other one, but I think we'll wait for a couple weeks before that. Because um, right. it's not, it does like it's the UFL, but that doesn't start until the end of March.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. And I mean, there's, They're still kind of setting things up. They're doing spring training and stuff now, but again, there's not really, it's kind of like the MLB at this point, there's Uh stuff happening, but it's not noteworthy quite yet. Right. I think once the season gets closer, it's more football, spring football. That's always exciting.
2: Yeah, that will be, it's not as exciting as regular football, (laughs) but it's football.
0: So, so then with that, let's uh, wrap her up with our plays of the week. And I believe we'll start with Andy today.
2: My is just a verbal, verbal video. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) uh, No, it's, it kind of goes along with another note that I forgot to say that uh, when Creighton beat UConn, it is the first time ever in Nebraska basketball Date history essentially that uh that both Nebraska and Creighton beat number one teams in the same season, which is a wild stat, which Nebraska basketball state, I don't know. Maybe some are saying it. Not many, but some are <laughs>
1: some are saying it.
0: Well, I mean after our football season kind of deeper, <laughs> We need something here.
1: I did see that uh Nebraska Wesleyan made the D three uh they did in the bracket too so you might have sure something did. there.
2: But yeah, my my video play of the week or whatever you want to call it is uh just the storm court videos of Nebraska beating Wisconsin and then Creighton beating Yukon. Uh just You can picture it in your head if you really want to, of what a storm court looks like, or you can just go to YouTube. (laughs) One of the two. (laughs) Well, well, I see multiple fatalities. (laughs) um, Nate's storm court video.
0: Yeah. Make sure, make sure to turn off your uh, not safe for work filter because there are people getting. (laughs) Yeah. I'll rephrase that.
2: Don't, don't look at Nate's,
1: videos. If you're going to look at Stormcore videos. Slot team getting called in at uh um, Cameron Indoor, you know, just the usual. Yeah, that. The yeah. Not not the way that I would look at it. But yeah, those that was
2: what mine were going to be, but those are too long to clip because they usually entail the whole game.
0: I mean, we've That's got it. we've got some hours. No,
2: <laughs> no,
1: just go to the next person. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I'll go next because I think as I was watching through what Nate sent in, his was cooler than mine. But um we've we plus we already kind of talked about mine. Um, but I feel like we gotta show it. I'm so, intrigued because I don't know what these are. Unfortunately for our for our audio only um, you know, for our audio only folks, this is uh we were talking about the Nebraska football dunk contest. Um this is uh, oh shoot! I didn't. I I found a tweet of the video. I don't remember who this is exactly that was doing this. Uh, maybe one of you guys remembers. But this is the video. Of, oh, that might
2: be Jeremiah Charles. I think that's who it is. Might oh, yeah. be Matt Johnson. One of the two.
0: One of them. One of them. Uh, Ed, Ed the one Jeremiah. The funniest thing is this: this dunk happens, but it doesn't go in. So it's a terrible <laughs> play. But if anything, this is more just a. Uh, this is more just a play that I picked because it's like it. Sh- I, I think it's more of like a, a testament to how much Matt rule is putting in effort for the mm-hmm. football team. Oh yeah. Um,
1: I, I don't know if the uh, prior guy would have been seen on a basketball court. I'll be honest. Nope. No.
0: Outside of maybe, you know, there for the publicity side of things where mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, like, you know, he's in. Um, yeah. To that point though, he's very much, very much involved. And I love seeing it. Uh, and then as for Nate, I'm going to let you explain yours.
1: Yeah. So actually, if you go to the very first link before this.
0: Oh, shoot. I got to go back now, sir.
1: There was a. Uh, so Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards, Anthony uh, Edwards, I'll, I'll explain it for a few folks. He is getting into this habit of uh, <laughs> getting injured during games, which is uh, terrifying as a fan because, you know, he is kind of uh one of the big superstars uh, for the Minnesota Timberwolves. So he went down with a pretty uh <laughs> pretty oh my interesting God. ankle injury. And so <laughs> there there are rumors that Rudy Gobert was working some black magic here to uh, get Ant back on the court. He went down, uh you can see, this is the second quarter with about two minutes left with that ankle injury. And if you
2: go to the video
1: fatality it might be. <laughs> I just,
0: I just, love, I just love how it's just like, yo, is this thing actually like, there, is, there's something happening.
1: Rudy, Rudy's working some magic there. You can tell. So this is uh, that was the first half. This is the from the second half though. In the third quarter, uh, if you play there, you see Anthony Edwards taking the cookies, going to town. Getting the target center hyped up, Weminyama just looking clueless. And it was just a beautiful sequence. It was fine. And uh, crisis averted. So uh, (laughs) I guess, in other words, the Wolves are uh, still indeed back. And uh, they actually just beat Memphis tonight. So they are in sole uh, possession of first place in the West again. So you were all well that ends well.
0: You know, (laughs) at first I was going to say, you know, that was a great play, and the the whole the whole mystique around it. But then I realized that it was playing the Spurs, so
1: doesn't count. Wow. Hey,
0: hey. <laughs> just kidding. Didn't Wendy's like, like
1: ten feet tall. If you can do anything on him,
0: well, well, it turns out church. turns out that people have not had too many problems with that. So. <laughs> The Spurs are not doing so hot this year. <laughs> Granted, I understand. I think they're in a rebuilding year, so it is what it, it turns is. turns out
1: when your only player is Wemediama, it's uh, a little tough to win games. A little bit.
0: <laughs> uh, but
1: I don't think we have anything else.
0: That might be it. It was nice playing a little catch-up. Nice being able yeah, to finally yeah. talk <laughs> again after two weeks, honestly. <laughs> I, mean, I tell you what, that's been – and you still, like, like we said – you shouldn't, and we are definitely telling you not to. Definitely, but if do you not were go back, but if you were to go back and compare to a couple weeks ago to now, you may notice a difference, good, bad, otherwise. But again, we would not recommend doing that, would
2: not recommend.
0: So, uh, do you guys have any last minute thoughts?
2: Well, I think, uh, go go to Nebraska ball and let's, uh, let's have a fun rest of the basketball season and go orange ball. Go Kill orange, ball. I don't go know. orange <laughs> ball.
0: Well, with that, this has been Andy, Nate, and Zach with the Sportsball Podcast, your source for sports. And we'll see you next time.